Welcome to the HR Moment Podcast. In this audio series, we will explore important human resources topics that impact Richardson ISD campus administrators and supervisors. In this HR Moment episode, we will be talking to Dr. Christopher Goodson, Assistant Superintendent of Human Resources, about employee resignations. Welcome, Dr. Goodson, or Dr. HR, as you are affectionately known. Thank you for being here with us for our initial HR podcast. Today, we would like to chat about resignations, and we know our principals and supervisors are eager to hear from you on this topic. So, let's jump right in. Sounds good. So, tomorrow, a teacher approaches a principal and reports that they want to resign. They are high risk for COVID-19, and they have young children at home, and they, want, they don't want to risk exposing their family. What should that principal or supervisor do in this case? Yeah, that's a really tough situation, and it is happening a lot right now, and we, we totally understand that. So um, if I'm the principal in that situation, I, I need to start a conversation, and I need to do my best to understand what their concerns are, what the situation is. Um, you know, and, and part of that is just really listening to understand. The last thing we want to do is to try to make somebody think that their concerns aren't legitimate. We know that this is a really tough time right now. But ask questions, do your best to understand, and, and then ultimately, you know, take that opportunity, like we've talked about in the past, to have conversations about some of the mitigating measures and, and expectations that we do have in place, like wearing PPE and distancing and everything else that we're putting into place. Um, ultimately, I would also want them to ask about any other alternatives or, or talk about alternatives, because if there is a, a medical condition that the employee is dealing with, they may be eligible for accommodations, uh, either through ADA or other, other areas. So uh, the, I, I can't say how important it is to have the conversation with the employee, and it might be uncomfortable. It might be very difficult, but it's still necessary. And then ultimately, after all of that, if the employee is still wanting to resign, you know, then yes, as the principal, you do need to talk about, okay, well, you're under contract right now. And, and our, our goal is really, we, we got to be here to meet the needs of the students because they're coming back either virtually or face to face. And so, you know, you, you, you may have to end up with that part of the conversation with, well, you're under contract. And so that might not be as simple as just resigning right now. Absolutely. Thank you. So if the teacher doesn't have a specific COVID-19 concern and they just want to resign, is that response any different? Actually, it's not. It's really the same conversation. I would, I would offer the same advice in terms of principals or supervisor, uh, supervisors' next actions. You still have a conversation because I, I, as a former principal, if I had a teacher or an employee who just kind of came up and just said, I need to quit, uh, I would, I, would, I would have a few questions. I would want to know what's going on. Talk to me about what's happening. Um, I would want to make sure that if I have an opportunity to try to resolve a situation that I, I could do that. And so I think in this scenario, it would be the same approach, asking questions, talking about the situation, trying your best to understand. And then, you know, again, ultimately, if it boils down to having to talk about the expectations of being under contract, then, then that's okay. I mean, you, you might have to go there. Um, because there are certain parameters that go along with being uh, an employee who is under contract. Well, I think that's great advice because sometimes people just need someone to talk to and maybe they just need someone to listen. So talk about the penalty-free deadline. What is it and when is it? 
That's a good question. We get that a lot. And uh, the penalty-free window or deadline that we talk about is actually part of state law. So the law says that we as a district and employees um, have the option to resign out of a contract up to 45 days before the first day of instruction. So this year, for example, that would have been somewhere around July 5th. And what I envision the reason behind that being is, you know, the, the purpose is to really ensure consistency and stability for Texas, Texas public school students um, who are going to school because we are under contract as employees. And if we have a lot of movement within that 45 day window leading up to the first day of instruction and even after, uh, what it prevents is a lot of movement, a lot of instability, uh, a lot of it prevents people from moving back and forth from district to district because ultimately we know there are all kinds of reasons for why people want to leave, but the end result is that students have um, uncertainty. Students don't know what's going to happen next. And, you know, we, we, we have options as a district to work with an employee. Our goal is to, to let them know we, we want to have some time to find a suitable replacement. You'll hear that term a lot. But ultimately, we know that that may take some time. So I can't guarantee, for example, that I will find a suitable replacement in two or three or four weeks because what we won't compromise on is making sure that we have the best high-quality person in the classroom to provide instruction. So we, we, we need to let employees know it's going to take me time to find a suitable replacement, and uh, we'll work with them. But, but again, our, our, our number one commitment is to the students that are coming to school and needing to learn. Okay, so if the employee doesn't want to continue teaching until after a suitable replacement is found, then what should the principal do in that case? Yeah, that definitely makes it a lot tougher, obviously. Um, the, the principal should, and we're a big believer in this, should have an honest conversation with the employee. Um, you obviously are going to continue to show understanding because they they want to leave for one reason or another. And again, we're not trying to question the validity or the concerns or anything, but we also have to be sure that um, not only do we show understanding, but as a principal, I'm also going to advocate for my students and for their needs because they're coming to school. And so uh, we're not trying to second guess anybody or do anything like that, but it's it's tough um, when we have to remind people about our roles as educators and you can, you know, principals can do that. You have what you need to do that. But ultimately, after you're having that conversation, if it's still continuing, then contact HR. We're, we're going to be right there to help you out and support you and back you up on what you need. All right. So on that exit survey and resignation form, is that form something that the district requires? Well, we really need it. We want it because we use it for a lot of different reasons. Uh, for example, knowing where to forward documents, um, keeping records, accurate records of why people are leaving. Um, and honestly, you know, I mean, it may not necessarily be required because we've had people resign by email, for example, but I really want us to push to have that. And then if we don't get it, we'll move on. But as a, as a support for... Um, tracking and then as a support for documentation it's really good for us to have the employee fill out that form and so if i'm the principal i want them to go ahead and fill it out and then just let them know that um, we we are not able to accept it at this time but we will hold on to it and then we will work to find a suitable replacement 
I could see where that would be helpful to the district to have that exit survey. What are some other key points that you would like to share today? What should principals, anything else they should know about resignations or anything else you'd like to share? Honestly, the, the only other thing I would share is, you know, we know what you're dealing with. We know what you're going through. This is not easy. This is a really, really tough time. And it can be uncomfortable to have this kind of conversation, especially with someone in any other situation where you may have had a, um, a different kind of a relationship with them, that, that things have been fine, but now things are much more challenging because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I don't, I don't want anybody to second guess or underestimate how difficult it is for everybody right now. It's a really tough time for parents. It's a tough time for kids. It's a really tough time for employees who are dealing with their own personal situations. And I know that it's a tough time to be a principal trying to navigate all of that because it's all at your building or, or navigate this as a supervisor because you're dealing with all of this in your department too. So um, kind of like I mentioned in that email a while back, all of us are in year one right now. None of us have experienced starting school or the first day of school in a pandemic or, or, or in a situation like this. And I think that can be very trying, but we, we've got this, we've got this with you. And so um, keep having the conversation. You do know, you, you have the tools you need as a principal and as a supervisor. You actually know how to have tough conversations. And I would encourage you to have those. I mean, yes, we'll be here to back you up always. HR will be here. But I don't think there's a substitute for having a confident supervisor at the campus level or in the department level who can communicate not only the needs of the campus and the kids at the campus, but also the needs and expectations of the district because we're all employees of Richardson ISD and, and we're here for the kids. We're not ignoring the tough times, but um, as, as, a, as a strong leader at the campus, you, you do have what you need and then we're definitely here to back you up. Well, we certainly appreciate your time, Dr. HR, and we look forward to our next session and our next podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for episode one of the HR Moment. We hope that you found this information beneficial to you in your role. Please join us next time as we discuss employees and COVID-19.